0: This podcast is a smelling good production. (laughs) That's
1: smelling good. The door is wide open. Anybody could walk in. Who's it gonna be? I don't know. Do
0: a squat with your quad. Nice pod. Catch a cod. Carbon rod. Oh my god! Join our squad. It's
1: It's friend friend of the the pod. pod.
0: Welcome back to Actors on Actors, the ultimate conversational experience you can have with two very, very talented individuals. Today we have two guests, discussing their past works, possibly their future works, and their friends within the acting industry. Of of course, as always, my name is William Boyd, and I am joined by my co-host, Connor Dariel.
1: i I'm very excited for this one. Uh, It's sure to be a hoot. Uh, We've been wanting to get these two in. Uh, Their schedules haven't quite lined up always, but we wanted these two together because I feel there's a similarity and and, and, and a friendship that could potentially be there because I don't believe they've worked together. I um... don't believe they have worked together,
0: but they do hint in this episode that there might be something in the works. We'll have to wait and see, won't we, Connor? Yes. What would you like to see these two actors perform in. A horror, a comedy, a rom-com.
1: Oh, gosh. A rom-com? Are you kidding me? Mm. With these two? Falling in love? It would be very, oh. very interesting. And the third character, of course, New York City. <laughs> the
0: Big Apple, as they say. They could do the old Adam and Eve and eat the poison Poisoned fruit? Is that what Adam and Eve was doing? It wasn't
1: poisoned. It was more like, don't do this. And then they did. And then they, you know, wanted to cover up their bits. And they were. Okay, well,
0: enough time. (laughs) We don't have time to talk about biblical myths. Let's get into this episode. Please enjoy Actors on Actors, the ultimate comedy experience.
1: Oh gosh, I'm suddenly feeling a bit nervous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. I don't really know what's going on. Anything could happen with these two guys at the helm. Hosting, of course, our very first conversation together.
1: Oh right, I, I'm, I'm surprised we've never crossed paths. No, never
0: in the industry, although we have worked with some of the famous directors. Uh, of course, Christopher Nolan we've both worked with. Oh uh, yes. We've both worked with, um, obviously... The How is Chris. You worked uh, with him more recently. I did. Chris. A uh, Chris is quite an. You played interest- the bomb. I did in the movie The Bomb. <laughs> yes. Um, I was the title character, although no words. At one stage, I just had to go boom. Yes, famously. Yes, but it was uh, won me two Oscars. Uh, one for best actor and one for best prop. So you know that's the first. But yeah, and, and yourself, obviously, you've jumped some. Some uh, new works with uh, obviously the de- the
1: directorial debut of Tom Holland. How was that? It was it was interesting. It's a, a good director was also an actor, I believe, because they can speak to you in a way that you understand. They they know what it's like. They 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 know the work that you put in. Yes, and, and a fellow Brit, the of same course. language. Yes, so as you. are you. <laughs> uh, me no. I'm a man of the world myself. Oh, it's sort of blended over the years, has it? Yeah, I've got a little bit of American, a little oh, sorry, bit. of Sorry, we should do formal introductions. Yeah, sorry
0: guys, I just will here. obviously. I won't talk too much. I don't want to interrupt the conversation. Uh, You all know Connor? Connor over here. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm very excited. I'm excited too, but, you know, just remaining professional. (laughs) So just
1: if you could introduce each other. Exactly. So, uh,
0: of course, uh, we'll start with uh, the fellow on my left. Uh, Yes, that's me. Um, I will be talking today... Sorry, could you just look down the camera for me, please? Oh, yes, no worries. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I will be talking today with the famous Wetley Skinner...
1: a pleasure to be here. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Very excited. lovely to meet you. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yep.
0: Very well. And and, yourself, and of course, Wendley? we have
1: uh, Padge Cornerstone. B- Badge Cornerstone. Badge. I can't even speak. Badge Cornerstone.
0: Badge Cornerstone. Badge yes, Cornerstone. Badge I'm Cornerstone. So sorry. <laughs> so we have Badge Cornerstone, and <laughs> 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 that's your name. Yes. <laughs> I'm, interested. I'm just doing. I'm just doing the the formalities because it seems like these two hosts aren't doing it.
1: Um now it's interesting I'd like to get into uh sort of your earlier career um get this thing going uh, not a, not a problem Wetley. anything for you Yes uh you, you didn't intend to be an actor is that is that correct but no, you were I actually you were
0: plucked I was plucked uh, I was uh You were in high school Yeah I was high school uh obviously grew up in the Bronx Uh, I did some freestyle rap for the weekend. That accent
1: really has (laughs) (laughs) travelled.
0: It really has. It really has. I'm a man of the world. Obviously, my mum famously American and my dad a pigeon. So uh, quite a mixed race there. And, uh, and so I, I
1: sort of dabbled in a lot of different uh, artistic paths during my upbringing. Bringing. But then you were, you were plucked for the, famously, uh, as a teenager on yes. the TV show, yet another one added to the family. Which yes. Which uh, ran from 83 to 88. Yes. Um, I, I, what was that
0: like? Well, it was quite interesting. It was a groundbreaking character written for me because I was playing a, uh, a boy who came out of his mother at nine years old. Um, so quite a long pregnancy Marvellous. she had, and so the audience on the other side of the screen, as I like to say, uh, didn't really relate to my character. Or obviously, my character was called Buggy, um, Little Buggy. Uh, and I was proud of my work on that one, but it was quite interesting because I had to sell myself on the weekends to the audience, the people walking the street, because obviously it was a famous TV show, and they didn't like. Back then, you were getting about member. what
1: fifty million viewers a night. You know, yes. and that was like an off night back then. Okay. Yeah, what three yeah. channels? Famously
0: only aired in New Zealand, so yeah, um, that's
1: big audience. For big New audience. It, it was 94 percent of the country, I believe. And your um, life did change in the US as a result.
0: It did. Uh, well, obviously, in the in the in the, in the early nineties, a lot of New Zealanders moved to the US, and so word <laughs> word got around about my good performance, uh, and so then I was uh, obviously you would know my career. Uh, word got around about how good a performer I am. And so, sorry, I'm just getting a call, obviously. Always directors <laughs> trying to catch up. Trying to
1: get you in the next thing. Yes. Your next
0: award, Mr. Famous over here. Yes, yes. Well, no, to be honest, Wetley, you're pretty good as well, I um, must admit. Posh. No, no, I've been waiting to talk to you. But we'll get onto that in a moment. So I moved to the US briefly, uh, got myself a name there. And you moved few- to the US from the Bronx. From the Bronx. Well, I had to go to, I had to, oh, go to New Zealand. Oh, filmed on
1: location. Filmed on location, yeah. We actually, uh, okay.
0: we mixed with the, card, the cast of Lords of the Rings for a while there. Wow. Um, yes, yes. In the 80s. In the 80s, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Phenomenal. They were filming that production for quite
1: a while. And you, because your parents the on the show, of course, Felicity Tanja and Ed O'Nelson. What was yes. it like working with such greats? You know, you're this nobody coming onto this show. Yes,
0: uh, well, Edo Nelson uh, famously is... uh, That was his final role. I it believe. was his final role. Well, he has narcolepsy, so he used to fall asleep a lot during class oh, days. Oh, really? Yes, so it was quite... We'd have wow. about 20 minutes with him, and then it'd be an eight-hour, eight-hour <laughs> siesta. So it was quite...
1: <laughs> come on, Ed. Yeah, come on, Ed. Wow. He, just
0: couldn't wake him up, you could. He'd marvellous, just be sleeping marvellous. in his trailer, nodding off. Uh, there's a few bad, bad nicknames for him around in those days. I would not want to repeat them on this show, though, <laughs> would You'd I? Tell will me afterwards. Connor? Yes, I will yes plays no expletives or or rude words against ed uh, big fans of are ed aren't we connor huge
1: the, i know who we're talking about
0: <laughs> yeah well i do and i'm faking it better than connor oh <laughs> boy you just so silly uh, but anyway uh, moving on for me we'll, we'll get back to the good old days of my life but oh, wetley wetley skinner i've been waiting yes. so long to talk to you you obviously <laughs> um you obviously burst onto the scene at age 23.
1: Four, I believe it was, or the 23, <laughs> yes. I was going to say 23, but it was the it day 23? before my 24th
0: birthday. Okay. So I was incorrect, but kind of correct. But, uh, so the, sorry, the film came out, obviously your famous first, uh, debut film together as a team forever and always. Yes. Uh, that was your first film. Wasn't it Wedley? Was yes. You're 23 at the time.
1: 23 during filming, uh, and 22. It was a long shoot, oh, a long uh, shoot 14 time. months, Yes, obviously, obviously uh, off the coast of Hawaii. Hawaii, a cast of seventy six in that film together Huge. as a team.
0: Yeah, who? But obviously, there is one name in that cast that rises above the ranks.
1: My goodness, Lex Le- Luthor.
0: Lex Luther. Now, Lex Luther.
1: Please tell me, what was it
0: like to work with Lex Luther?
1: It was phenomenal. He had many stories about Superman <laughs> <laughs> and all the the dastardly things he tried to do with him. But um, it was just. Was, you know those. It's high, you, you can work with people, and it's great. And you say it's like a family, but with him, it really was just right off the bat. We just clicked, and really? you well, know that's we had quite
0: interesting because Lex Luther can be famously hard to get along with.
1: I actually. know, but he has his favorites. Luckily, you know, I don't condone a lot of the things he's said and done mm. since prior and during. But since prior and during, oh, <laughs> I, I believe we're going to get back to that, we, Wetley. Um uh, sorry. Is my yes, yes. My agent good. been in contact with? We Okay.
0: No, this is a free, freelance job. Sorry, Whitley. Is that, is that all right?
1: How did I get
0: here? <laughs> <laughs> we we sent a car, didn't we, Connor? Yeah,
1: you got in. <laughs> yeah. It was an UberX app. Everything's we rolling. Best. <laughs> yeah. We'll try to steer clear of things you don't want to talk about. Okay. Oh, well, well, I'll be asking the questions. <laughs> so we'll, you just pull me up, boys, if I cross a line, okay? But it really well, it was just phenomenal working with him on that one. Yes. Uh, we got along well during that uh, yes. Together as like a team, that. forever and always. Yes.
0: Now, what would, please describe, I have since forgotten the complexities of that, of the narrative of that film. Walk me through it. Together as a team, forever and always. It starts, obviously, uh, about you, your character, yes. s- at 22 years old. You just left high school uh, because you failed a few years. So you are an early, a late bloomer, as, mm-hmm. they, as they say in the film. Now, what happens next once you leave high
1: school? I uh, take a trip. Yes. Uh, off the coast of Hawaii. And we shot on location. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, And it is sort of, well, it, it is sort of a rom-com, isn't it? A rom-com, yeah. And Lex Luthor
0: at the time was 47. So when you fell in love with his character, it was quite an, it was quite frowned upon by the audience. Yes, but he film. doesn't even show up
1: until the third act. No. Because I I cycle through about 70 other people. That's why the cast is so large. You think it's about two people falling in love, but then something tragic happens to all these people. And I end up with Lex. What was that tragic event that killed all your other lovers? All of them boating accidents. (laughs) All of them different, but all of them boating.
0: So there's a lot of boating production costs in the film. Yes,
1: yes. And that wasn't the initial intention of the film. No, what was the thing Things next? just kept going wrong and okay. they just wrote it into the script. Oh, really?
0: So yes. were any of them intentionally in the script?
1: Um, I think they sort of cottoned on to what was happening. Yeah, okay. Um, So they started writing it in, but the first 50 or so, no. Okay. No, they, they recast the lead and then uh, something tragic would happen to them and they would, they would sadly pass. Mm. And Lex um, Luthor, he started his acting
0: career quite late, didn't he? So he actually wasn't, he had done no films up until this point. He was just a detective that came to investigate the production to see if you were murdering these famous actors on set. And then they wrote him into the script.
1: And then he uh, forgot about the case and we were all all right. Interesting. Did you date in real life as well? Are we, okay. Yes, hello. Um, Sorry, yep. Do we have to go into... I, I, I can talk um, about it. If um, you want, well, wetly. We,
0: w- if you want wetly, we can cut this out, man. Connor, can't we, Connor? Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah we'll, cut it out. We'll work. We'll work. I've got the out. scissors. <laughs> <laughs> snip, snip. <laughs> ah, okay. We still work with tape. <laughs> yes, yes. We
1: work with film podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I f- I accidentally didn't buy the audio tapes. So I just got the film. So <laughs> the cameras aren't working, but it's it's getting the audio. Okay.
0: Great. Great. Great.
1: Okay, so are we back? Uh, okay, are we, back? we did date. Uh, it was only a few months. It was brief, but it was it burned brightly. Okay, um, and then and you obviously had a big falling out, and that's what what he's done since. You're
0: not too happy about.
1: Craig. Well, no, um, interesting. But we, I'm, I'm sure, <laughs> knowing your line of questioning, we'll get to that mm. at some point. I'd, I'd I'd like to get back to you though, because you starred in this this television program, yes. right? This series, as we would say. Yes. 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 Um. And you're a teen, and you're you're kind of the main character, but it's not really about you by the end of it. No,
0: no, it wasn't.
1: And it finishes in 88. And then also in 88, your breakout role, Mm -hmm. Theophilus Thistler, the Thistle Sifter. Yes. Yes. My, my, my. How did you... How did you get this one? Because you were, what, 19 at the time? After the ni- show had
0: finished? I was 19 at the time. And, uh, my dad was actually drinking quite heavily in a pub in Manchester. Um, and, uh, he Around the corner from my place. Yes, yes, that's quite right. Uh, and he ran into a big Hollywood producer who was on... Uh, my na- The name seems to slip my mind. He was, he was on vacation at the time. And he was uh, redoing a documentary research on fissile sifters. Um, and a thistle obviously is a, a small grain of hay, and um, f- and what they do for the horse feed is they get they get a big bale of hay and they sift out the thistles in the hay. Yes, uh,
1: f- sorry, uh, we are familiar with the film. We've we've seen it. Okay. Uh, so, how did you get involved well, in it? I'm, we we know. Okay, no need to be rude, wetley. No, just, I just want to stay on track.
0: Okay, all good. So my so. Marvelous. The, uh, I'll I'll explain how I got the rob. So my dad was quite heavily drinking in a pub in Manchester, and the big Hollywood producer, my, the name seems to slip me at this point in time, I ran into him, and he was doing a documentary on fistle sifting, which obviously fiddles yes, are found in males yes. of hay. And hay is what the horse feed. You know? Do you know horses?
1: I'm familiar. Yes, you know we had hay... them on our stage growing up.
0: Okay, not <laughs> you know how they they feed off hay. The fistles can be quite bad for that digestive tract. So they have to sift through the hair to find the fistles. Great job called the fistle sifter. Uh wildly underappreciated though. So this man was doing a documentary on him and then my dad said, By golly gosh, why don't you just Make a film, my young boy. He's just finished the wow. famous TV show in New Zealand. He'll get on board. He can do a, sh- he can do a skit, and uh, and we'll get that going. And so he was like, "Okay, no worry. Bring him in for an audition." I came in for an audition. God awful day it was. It was hailing out in the streets, and oh, there was wow. A, we had a car accident on the way in, and my. Younger brother died, and it, it was quite horrific. But I got in there, and because I was so emotional, I absolutely fucking killed it. And I went through I went through every single emotion in about four and a half minutes of this script. Was it the stable now, scene? It was the stable scene. It My really, gosh. Yes.
1: If, if anyone listening to this hasn't seen the stable scene from Theophilus Thistler, the Thistle Sifter, you simply... Must the the look on your it's it's about what you're not saying it's the it's the behind the eyes that mm, my gosh if I could yes. just have a fraction of that I
0: well well Whitley you're quite good yourself I must I know say. I know and that was, you know <laughs> if we're talking about holding a scene we shall talk about your next film oh after gosh. your debut okay. together as a team forever and always you took one left turn in your career and you went into the next film the solo act. Why was that? It was a one a one woman piece, mm-hmm. yeah, a three hour long film. Not a single other actor in the picture,
1: nor director, nor director, uh, lighting, nor producer. It was producer. All just me.
0: It was just you. You got your little camera out and you just went for it, didn't you?
1: Yes. Yeah. How, how
0: did that come about?
1: Um, well, the first ten minutes, I wasn't even aware that it was filming. I, I knocked it off the table and it just started. And mm. then I noticed it after a while and. My goodness, if I didn't just keep going with it, didn't I? Right, so it was a self-tape, was it, to begin One, with? Them? Yes, well, I was preparing for a self-tape right. for um, what would next become my next role. Yeah, in your third
0: film, The Lone Act. So, so you, were doing the lo- you were auditioning for The Lone Act. Yes. And then you thought, fuck it, I'll just use the self-tape for The Lone Act to be my second film, The Solo Act. You did two solo yes. films after you did a team film with quite a, a film about being a team. Yes, uh, for and always. And is that because you didn't want to work with such a big cast again, or is it because you didn't want to work with Lex Luthor again?
1: Lex, uh, Lexi was a big part of it. Uh, I also uh, didn't want any more blood on my hands, uh, so to speak. Okay. Um, and it really was just an accident. It was by chance. <laughs> okay. It was um. You know, I just kept going, and it was one one shot, one take. And I released it, and it got a theatrical release all around the country, around the world, even. The world. The world. Not even just New Zealand we're talking about, people. And it really was just marketing for the next film, because I was auditioning for that film in this film. But Mm -hmm. something about it really spoke to the humanity. After being in this large film, people just really admired the, the brave risk I took just being me. Right
0: and you know, obviously, so just you, talking. Which made more money, the solo act or the Loan Act? The solo act, surprisingly. The solo act. How many? How many? How many millions? Did Three. You, Three million dollars. The Loan Act only made
1: six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> it's Quite a flop, isn't it? For quite a high production film.
1: Yes, sixty million budget. <laughs> was not good? Uh, <laughs> it was a bit hard to get a role after that one. Oh
0: uh, yes.
1: Um, but enough about me. Enough about me. Uh, now I'm going to jump forward a little bit. Perhaps what you're best known for, mm. the Postman series.
0: Oh, right? Every I, I tell you what, Will and Connor. Every single conversation I ever have always involves the Postman
1: series. Uh it's a, how I. I'm that. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm being very excited. <laughs> this is why I know you. Yes. Um. Yes. Sorry, we're not here. Just uh, yeah. I'd love to. So okay. Um. Your first, the first film in the series, Letters in the Dark, no, well, 1994.
0: I did six. I did
1: Six? Did you? Yes. Yes. Well, you did six with famed uh, director Otto Roadcaster Yes. <laughs> uh, but then there were thirteen in the end. Uh, so you still count the original six? You sort of forget about the the, the other. Well, seven.
0: once road left, I I didn't really have. <laughs> I didn't really have the. They weren't my films. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, when you have a connection with a
1: director. Yes. Uh, what what happened? What came? How, the why first, did Road leave? Yes, because you did letters in the dark. Uh, neither rain nor sleet nor gl- gloom of night. Uh, stamp, stamp, bitch. Postcards from tomorrow, <coughs> return to sender, and the post identity. And then he left. And then he? Well, yes, he he died.
0: Oh my! Oh <laughs> He's not here. About oh, frightfully awful! I yes, had no idea. Yes, he died. He died. Um, I, I can't I can't really explain why. It's an oh. ongoing investigation. Language. But, but um, but yes, I'm I'm so sorry to break that news to you right now. Um, but yeah, Rode died. Um, f- f- his company, f- famously, has now they're working in microphones. Um, they've left the visual production industry and now moved into audio quality. In his name. In his name. Oh. Rode microphones. Marvelous. Um, but uh, but yes, no, Rode. I uh, the first, I had such a beautiful relationship with him. It was the Postman series was really. It was a story of what art can be if the main actor and the director have chemistry. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, it was a, go- it was a gorgeous piece. Obviously, uh, well the, the first film started out with me being a humble postman um, who uh, slowly through the films transitions into his next career being a
1: forensic scientist. Um, yes, but still within letters Still within letters And then each film after that had a different director I, I'm just going to list them here If you could just give me one word of What the experience was like Work on them How you feel about them exactly. So the last film with um, Roadcaster was uh, The Post Identity The Post Identity, yes And then film number seven The Post Supremacy Yes Yes, that's your and, one oh, word. Sorry, the du- sorry, the director?
0: I thought, Are you saying the films? The experience of making it? You just
1: well, one word. How was it?
0: Okay, but I'll be thinking about the relationship I have with the director as I do it. Sure. I feel like it uh, The
1: post-supremacy. Rude. Different. The post-ultimatum. Uncomfortable. A fistful of letters. A lot of fun. For a few letters more. Can't. Two post, two packaged. Within these cold, dead hands. Redemption. Postscript. I love you. Friends. And then posts postscript. Package. Sh- sh- can't again. He
0: really did <laughs> fuck it up on the last one.
1: And the title. It's
0: it's it's got a stutter in there and it never quite finishes the word. Well, no, it made no money at the box office because no one could pronounce the fucking film. It was awful. You should have seen the posters. They just looked like letters on a board. It was <laughs> unbelievably horribly.
1: Mark. For a series it's famous for its letters, I mean,
0: famous for its letters, they can't even spell the title. Uh, I tell you what, my script had so many typos in it. Um, I, 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 I
1: struggled to remember it. To be honest, and went straight to streaming because this is a long-running
0: series. Straight to streaming, yes. Famously produced by. Um, Ralph Lauren.
1: A <laughs> lot of product placement. If you lot, don't mind me saying, a lot of product placement. Uh, well, they just wanted to just
0: put a bloody perfume in the letters. And do you want me to do any substance material about writing the letters? And I'm 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 a postman. I'm I'm doing forensic letters and sending them out to people who are grieving with their loss of the people in their lives who have been murdered as yeah. my character. And they just wanted me to be perfume. It was. It was god awful script, god awful producer, marketing, director. I hated it all. It really put a sour taste on the whole series for me, I must admit. So thank you for bringing it up, Wedley.
1: Oh, anytime. Oh,
0: can I have a drink of water, please, just to calm down? Thank you. Uh. Oh, okay. Well, getting back to you, Wetley. Obviously, you started with Together as a Team, uh, then you went to Solo Act, which was your famous self tape. Film, please. Uh, and then you went to The Lone Act, and then you did your fourth film, The Burden of Knowing Lex Luthor. Now, arguably, Lex destroyed your mentality of working with others in film, mm-hmm. didn't he? Mm-hmm. And that's why you did two solo films. Yes.
1: So, what was the objective
0: to writing a film about The Burden of Knowing Lex
1: Luthor? Well, it was sort of performance art, wasn't it, dear? Mm. Uh, we started on uh, either end yes. of the Coliseum, mm-hmm. and we slowly walked towards each other. Yes. And we meet in the middle. Very slowly. And that's the end of the relationship, and then we keep walking. Mm. Was that one take? Uh, no, it was about 70 takes. Okay. Uh, it took a long time. Long time to film. Yes, uh, 12 months. So one year, okay. if you count. Uh, sort of half performance art, half film. Um Again, not the most successful, but it—that's the one I'm most proud of, because not only did we get to share our relationship, but I got to—I uh, did some rewrites in the editing, and I got to take him down. He thought the film was about coming together, but um, it was actually about
0: drifting apart.
1: And I, uh, yeah, really uh, shut on him in the uh, voiceover.
0: And there was worldwide uh, publications writing about your relationship with Lex Luthor, saying that. The art was actually a reflection on the disagreement you'd had four years earlier after he was upset about what you said about him in your third film, The Lone Act. Yes. Uh, and then obviously there was, he cheated on you, you... He
1: didn't want anyone to know that he only had one toe.
0: And you came out publicly with that one? Yes. Okay. One big toe. One big toe?
1: One foot, nothing. One one big
0: toe. <laughs> okay. and And... And... And do you still now think that you, that was wrong of you to out him like that? Well, no, after what he did and what he said about me. What did he say about you? I, I dare not repeat it. You dare not repeat it? I'll repeat it then. He said that Wetley Skinner oh, is gosh. a nasty wretch who I hope dies in a ditch one day, found being eaten by a cat with not a single bit of money in her pocket. That's what he said about you.
1: And look who that happened to in the end. Hmm.
0: <laughs> it it happened to Rudkassa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh my yes, gosh! My was that him? It was him. And <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, sweetie. are you making fun I'm of sorry. His no, I had no idea. That's exactly what happened to him. Oh well, I wasn't the one that said it. That was a bloody Lex, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he wrote. It. Maybe Lex killed him. Actually, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. Maybe there's a letter you could uh, investigate, huh?
0: Maybe I'm very well versed in investigating letters, uh, but. B- b- but you saying that, saying, still saying nasty things about Lex Luthor, has that just come back since you did your fifth and final film in your career, since you announced your retirement, Wetley? <laughs> and you said that, uh, that you said... So your, your fifth film famously named <laughs> Wetley Skinner, The Art of Self-Reflection.
1: Yes, I had time to reflect. <laughs> I had time to reflect? <laughs> uh, the whole thing shot, I- it's just the shot of a river and I'm in the reflection of it. Mm. Sitting there pondering... Right. And, and thinking aloud, sometimes not thinking aloud, just yes. thinking.
0: And the film famously had the same runtime as your first film, together as a team, Forever and Always, and mm-hmm. it just used the audio of that film to go over the top of the picture. Yes, well, last.
1: it did. Well, we thought, why bother getting all these uh, microphones, all these sound technicians? We've already got it. Let's just put that on there. Just rinse and repeat? Just shoot a lake and have me there sitting looking pretty. Interesting. Now, this famously got
0: uh, uh, no, higher, no higher than a two-star review, and that was, that was by a lowly-rated podcast in the US that rated that two stars. And are you disappointed with the public opinion they had on that film?
1: No, it means they felt something. You know? <laughs> it means that they had a response. They had a thought.
0: Okay, they thought it was terrible, they... though.
1: Yes. Okay. And I gave that to them. That's okay. a gift. You gave that to them for the price of um, revolutionary pricing scheme for this film. <laughs> yes, seventy two dollars a ticket to see it. Yes, um, you Her gave installments, wasn't it? Ten minute installments.
0: And for ten minutes, so so ten times, ta- so seven hundred twenty dollars. of the first theatrically dollars?
1: released uh, subscription service film. So they had the way they. Uh, I bet they didn't even watch it all.
0: You bet they didn't even watch it all. I bet. Because only in the last thirty seconds do you actually speak and the audio from Together as a team stops out, yes. and you say your famous line. The only line you say in yes. the film isn't it, Now, before you say what line oh, it is, I'm excited. Please tell me. How did you come up with it? Because it was famously improvised, wasn't it?
1: It was improvised. Mm. So I don't know, it just came to me.
0: Okay. Now, how did you how did you think about this? Like what was the impulse that gave you your improvised line. What were you thinking about at the time, looking at the lake?
1: I was thinking about how my legs were getting tired. I was sitting Mm cross-legged. I was about two minutes in, I realised it was a mistake, but I was committed. Mm -hmm. So I was starting to go to sleep. Yes. And you know, the sun was slightly setting and it looked gorgeous. I could just imagine what it would look like in the the reflection, and it does. I'm sure you know. So it just came to me.
0: And then you looked up at
1: the camera, you looked
0: down the barrel, and you famously
1: said... That's, that's probably enough, isn't it? We've probably got it. That's long enough, right? Wow.
0: To just hear that in person, I tell you what. I don't know. I, it, it just came to me. I don't know how it is. it. down my spine, yes. it does. What about you boys? Yeah, that's uh, one hell of an improvised line. What do you reckon, Connor?
1: Yeah, the hair is standing up all over me. Yeah, yeah.
0: And he doesn't have much of it, too. He kind of, okay, well, this is my interview. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to get back to you, me. though. Um, so yes, not a worry. Not really a worry.
1: quick. Um... House arrest,
0: 2006
1: yes. to 2014. Yes. Um, you're sort of, um, before it was a thing, cancelled, more or less. Yes. Um, we don't have to get into all the details, but um, you didn't just sit back and wallow, did no, you? No, I didn't. You you worked on yourself, you bettered yourself, and then you started producing these YouTube videos, and it started getting attention, and you sort of... Had a resurgence. What was that? What, what led you to do that? Well, you know
0: how the creative mind works. You can't just sit there and do nothing. No. Um, so, the first few months of my house arrest, I obviously needed to do something to entertain myself, and that was torturing small animals. But uh, being told by my wife at the time that if I did that anymore, it will, I will, she would leave me, I had surely to. Surely
1: hard to sort of draw them into the house as well, I imagine.
0: You no, know, I'd sit in the backyard.
1: Oh, and there's just a lot of small animals there? Uh no, I'll dig around and uh <laughs> they are underground,
0: were they? <laughs> yes, like little worms and uh, Those are small insects. animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, insects and and the occasional the occasional bird in the tree. Um, I actually had this one bird that I had to get by putting a stick up near the tree, them thinking that it was part of the tree, and then before they knew it, I pulled the stick down and then uh Killed it. But uh, anyway, that's a...
1: So then how did you get to reviewing kids' toys? That's...
0: So basically, I was playing with the small animals one day, and I was like, you know what I'm doing right now? I'm acting like a child. Your life has oh. collapsed. You're collapsed at home. Gosh. You don't know what you're doing. You can't leave without the permission of your guidance. That's the word. Your guider, your carer. My care at that time was obviously... The New York Police Department, but it was I couldn't I you were leave the say house. My without,
1: wife. Um, <laughs>
0: uh, why would I say that? I thought perhaps
1: they were your guardian.
0: Uh, your, well, okay. no, my my wife. Oh, I'm more of her guardian, to be honest. But during those years, it was sad because I couldn't be her guardian. You know, when she was at work. I could not follow her there mm. to work. I could not peep through her window while she was at work. I could not uh follow her car home i could not contact her friends and family to see where she was at all obviously she that's what got me in house arrest because we're not actually married me and my wife um and so i was put on stalking charges and that's why i was in my home for 12 years awful yes it was quite upsetting at the time because i was properly in love with this woman um and then you
1: start divulging this to the camera While you're reviewing these kids' toys. Exactly.
0: So I was was, uh, being a child, so I should entertain my mind while being a child with child's toys. So one day when I was playing with the new model three-year-old plus um, toy truck from the movie Cars, I thought, you know what, I'm being quite funny now. Because I was looking at his little face, like, you know, Mac the truck, I was looking at his face, I was like, his eyes are quite wide, by golly, I could do his voice. So I put on my Mac truck voice, and looked down the camera, and said, hello kiddies, it's Mac here, and then I posted that on YouTube, and it got... It, got a, it. looked to be honest, nice. I got more dislikes than likes. Everyone, I was being it means They at the felt time. something. It means they felt something.
1: But you kept uploading, so I you kept, won them
0: over. Did I you I kept uploading? The next toy I went was was the Woody doll from Toy Story, in which I set him on fire because Woody, in my opinion, Wetley, is actually the <laughs> is actually the villain of Toy Story. Because how dare a toy decide how he's used? He's created by man to be entertaining to men, and yet he thinks he has privilege and right in his life to decide how he's used. He's the villain. And so if a young boy wants to set his toys on fire like they do in the first film then that is what he's allowed to do. The toy has been purchased, it has been bought, it has been taken home, it has been given TNT strapped to its back. If it's going to blow up, it should blow up. So I decided to give Woody that treatment and publicly... Publish it online on YouTube, and uh, to be honest, that read to an audience. I didn't
1: think there would be a market for it there, but it, by golly, there was. You've since amassed over eighteen billion views across your videos. And Absolutely. Are you still producing videos to this day?
0: I am now. Now I just sort of more or less set fire to Toy World stores, slowly killing the franchise. And I've been—I've got a few—I've got a few law cases coming my way, but we'll get you know. We'll get through them because it's I'm all bloody rich with the YouTube money coming in right now. I've just simply, I just recently actually got given my gold framed YouTube medal sent oh to me. Oh my goodness, in, the play button. The play button it was sent to me in the post. Uh, ironically, uh, in the post, it was sent with a letter. Um, and to which they said, fuck you, this isn't good content, but we are obliged to send you this anyway. My goodness. And you know what I thought? At least, least they, they felt, felt something. something. So it's all come full circle for me, Whitley, hasn't it? Now, Whitley, please tell me before we leave, I think we Let's have to bring to, us wrap, to the I, present day. I think we have to wrap up soon. Uh, you obviously have announced your retirement. Yes. From filmmaking, because you want to uh, properly discover and delve into your other life passion. Now, yes. please run the viewers through what that life passion is. Fracking.
1: Fracking. Yes. What is fracking? Uh, it's, you know, mining into the ground, trying to get uh, gases and oils and things like that. I, I, I think there's a... Uh, you know, I've done enough. I've I've lived a full life above ground. It's mm. time to find out what else I can use and create and destroy underground. Uh, you know, uh, others like James Cameron took to the sea. I'm taking to the dirt with the worms and the grubs and all those stinky, smelly gases and metals and... I've got a large estate Mm -hmm. on every continent on this earth. I've got some drilling material and I'm just going to have a dig and I'm going to find it and I will see what we can create. Are you going to sell it for money or are you going
0: to create art out of what you find?
1: I will sell some of it. Okay. Certainly. <laughs> to
0: fund the art, of course. To fund the art. Yeah, it is not a self-sourcing pudding, what we are working in. No, our no. Our
1: industry. Uh, but, you know, I'll put the gases and the metals together and see what I can create. Incredible. Things that go bang, you know, scare people, get mm. out there. Things and, um, that
0: bubble, and things that splash.
1: Yes. Hopefully, I don't step on anything and get one toe myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we I'm down will to only eight. have
1: to wait and see, won't we, wait? Now, I've got some questions that I have to ask. Oh, okay. Um, Some rapid fire questions. Is, just to is,
0: is this okay, boys? Do we have time? Um, yep, yeah, yep.
1: With, yeah. With you, some of the stuff that we were going to cut, we've probably got time.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, maybe three minutes. That's all right, guys. All good.
1: Okay. What? Not a worry. Is yes. your favourite word? My favourite word. My favourite word is Rupal. What? Is your least favourite word? My least favourite word? That's what I asked. Lex Luthor. Because Two. he killed my good friend, Rude Caster. As we've uncovered, we should probably get on to someone about that. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Porn helps time to time. What turns you off? Porn that is distasteful. <laughs> what is your favourite curse word?
0: Uh, my favourite curse word would be... Cuck. What? You know, you know why it's my favourite curse word? I'd love to know. Because if you're going to say cuck, fuck it. Just say the real thing, would you? Cuckold? Yes, but you know if someone goes, Hey, you're a cuck, you know what they mean by that? Fuck. No, they are calling you a Cunt. So mm. you just like just fucking say it. I reckon. Don't. So your favourite out curse word
1: <laughs> is the bitch out version of cunt being cuck. That's your favourite. No, it's my least favourite. I. F- what is your favourite curse word? Cunt. Oh. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? I
0: love the sound of a fart in the bath. There's something quite therapeutic about the fart in the bath. You know the. It's just. It also makes me feel good. So whenever I hear someone do a fart in the bath, it just relieves myself, you know? I love children's laughter. Oh, do you? Okay. Oh. Okay. Glorious. Also, the sound of a wharf of, wor- of, of an inchworm being snapped in half. What
1: sound or noise do you hate? Children's laughter. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? I would like to be a rally racer, but I don't think I have I don't think I have the
0: grip for the industry. What profession would you not like to do?: I probably wouldn't like to work for YouTube. <laughs> I think they have to deal with a lot of hateful content being posted.
1: And finally, yes to wrap things up here. it's been a pleasure to talk with you.: Badge. pleasure
0: to talk to you
1: too, Wetley. If heaven exists. What would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
0: I'd like him to look down at me. He's a tall man? He's a tall man. He has long knees in my imagination. I'd like him to look down at me and go, Badge, you did your best, but it's not good enough. Because I wouldn't like to be let into heaven.
1: Oh my goodness, why not?
0: Because that's not where my dear friend Arud is lying. He's in hell. Because Arud famously loved to shoot pigeons. (laughs) And that is a sin in the art of God, I think. So I would say, no, go fuck yourself, God. I'm not coming in. I am going home. that is all the time we have um, well I do have
1: more to say on no, actors no, square table uh, please please let me finish um, I think we can um, uh, no no no
0: I would like, I would like to, talk to them.
1: sorry just turning off your microphone I found another microphone can I please please okay uh, thank you so much for listening
0: uh, 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 is your microphone working? Can I use your microphone? No, you stay over there on that side of the room. and Hey, okay, we have locked Batch Cornerstone out of the room.
1: Uh, please, round of applause to Wetley Skinner. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I would love to be left in the room. That's all right. We'll see you next time. On Actors, the pod. On Actors round Roundtable. And Square I Table friend
0: of the pod. See you next time.